Hi guys, it's Stephen here. This is just a preface to the podcast you're about to listen to. That's the Star Wars Episode 8, The Last Jedi spoiler special with me and Scott Armour. Just a couple of things to cover here before this one starts. This is the podcast that was split in half and this is the second part essentially. So there isn't much of an intro, so we'll just kind of go straight into it. And uh, the other thing really, this is a spoiler special, so inherent in that is major plot points are spoiled. So if you haven't seen it, then probably don't listen to this podcast. Uh, That's really enough from me, so time to listen to more me and Scott. Cheers, bye. We're now going to move on to the spoiler special for Star Wars, the episode 8 of The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, aye. Um, a lot to say about this, um, so where do we start, I suppose, director Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, I mean, yeah, well, obviously taking the reins from... J.J. Uh, Abrams. J.J. Abrams, J.J. Abrams takes a back seat in this, he just becomes a producer. Well, he did, I, I think he, he has got the uh, the title, but I, I don't think he had much to do with this no. film. Um, for, how I understand it now, because I wasn't sure when I was watching it, The these films are the director's film, essentially. It's their baby in terms of the vision. Aye, what they want. Aye. So, which is unusual, because Star Wars used to be the George Lucas show. Obviously, he had obviously different directors for The Empire Strikes Back, Son of the Jedi, and yeah. writing... Uh, different writers, I think it was Lawrence Kasdan mm-hmm. and things like that, but, so he had some people to say, no, that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. There was a vision though, it was the George Lucas vision. You could imagine. These films would, yeah. are different. This is the first, Force Awakens, which preceded The Last Jedi, was JJ's film. Yeah. And this is Ryan Johnson's film now. Mm-hmm. I think it's, con- I think it's definitely, I mean, it could work. I don't think it worked for this. There are some issues because so this is now what we're two films into this new trilogy since uh, Disney um, took over. Yeah, and the say what you will about the Force Awakens, I actually really like the Force Awakens. Um, I don't think it hits the same like classic quality of those original trilogy films, but unfortunately, we might not get that again. I think one of the things that. I would probably say was a, was negative about the the Last Jedi, is because it basically looks upon the Force Awakens and completely abolishes most of the plot lines and most yeah. of the storylines. And the one thing that the one thing that I really liked about the Force Awakens was, yes, it's been criticised and whether it's rightly so for for following essentially the same plot as a New Hope, right? Say what you will. I think it still worked. I think it was J.J. Abrams going, right, what works best? Like, we'll just do that. We'll set everything up. He basically just sets everything up. And there was, you know, the character of Ray, there was so much mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Poe po Dameron, he yeah. comes in as the kind of pilot almost. It's almost as if he's going to be the new Han Solo. There's, you know, there's so many, there's so many different characters, you know, and, and, and new characters. You know, it was all new. It was all fresh. I just think the last Jedi. I mean, 
I suppose if you when you if you've obviously seen the Last Jedi, the the, the first scene, um, which a lot of people probably thought would be you would see Luke and Ray, you know, finding out what happens when she's trying to pass him the lightsaber. But the first scene in the Last Jedi is actually um, Poe Dameron and the the Rebel Alliance confronting Hux mm-hmm. in one of the big Star Destroyers. And unfortunately for me. It set the tone for the whole film in a negative view because Poe Dameron is doing this joke with Hux mm. and it's he's going Hux is basically talking and then Poe Dameron going, Oh, I can't hear you, are you on? Yeah. And then Hux keeps on talking. To me I think the comedy was wrong. The comedy was just it just wasn't written right for a Star Wars film and I don't even know what, what comedy in a Star Wars film is. I think there is comedy in those original trilogies and The Force Awakens with the BB-8 stuff. I think, I think lighter, fact, those little touches. I, yeah, I, um, however, the type of comedy in the in the Last Jedi was different, and people say it's the the Marvel effect of Disney, the sort of Disney style kind of comedy. Yeah. Um, I'd say slightly. I don't think there's an intention there. I just think. He's trying too hard to differentiate it from The Empire Strikes Back. That is known and created the phrase, the dark middle chapter. Yeah. And there was an expectation that the, this film would follow the template of oh, The yeah. Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, Back yeah. because The Force Awakens Followed was criticised. Yeah. Its main flaw is because it was the no, template the for the, yeah. A New Hope. So he obviously has then tried to make sure it's so different and the humour then is way off to the, to the point that it's there's a lot of jokes there. I, I think I think to be honest, like see like if I was to see if I was to compare it, I know it, I know they, they never break the fourth wall, but I think it's almost there's some jokes in it that's almost there's it's a lot, almost there's like a lot a, of dialogue that does seem very meta, like it's actually yeah. talking to us. The, the line when Luke says um this is not going to go the way you think it will. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is him talking to the audience, aye. saying, aye. guys, everything you think is it's going to be, aye. this is it's not, going to be, not going to be Which some people can like and appreciate. Um, uh, I think I'm fine for having seen... We, we want something different. We do want something different in the end. Yeah. But it has to feel it's got to feel, like it's still the thing got to, that we want. Yeah, I mean, it's still got to feel Star Wars. And I remember, I remember coming out of when I first seen it for the first time, I remember just being so... Like almost like confused as if to say I don't actually know if I liked it or yeah, I didn't like it, you know. And, and I was just like, and then I started thinking about a lot of the things that happened, and there is there is things that happened in it which are really good. Yeah, let's, there's, well, there's things that happened. Yeah. That but for me, for me, when it first started, when you've got that exchange between Poe and Hux, who Hux was actually one of the things that I liked least about the Force Awakens. I yeah. don't actually like the character. Um, yeah. I think Dumal Gleason's better than it. I think um, he, we've seen him doing better. Um, I've seen him in American Made, and he was great in that. But him, him and Oscar Isaac. If yeah. you've not, if you've not seen Ex Machina, you need to go oh, see that. Actually, yeah. there, it, it's a brilliant film. Uh, Alicia Vikander's in it as yeah. well. They're brilliant in it, and he's a really good actor. I just think the way he's been told to portray Hux, is it's very kind of. Oh, it's p- we are the we are the yeah. first order. You know, yeah. over the top. Oh, I think over the time you look at look at previous. I know, obviously, Ryan Johnson was saying he wants to, you know, take everyone away from the stereotype. But I really like the imperial you know, mm. generals to be, you know, yeah. yes, yes, I will do that for yeah. you. So, you know, you know that that kind of mm-hmm. talking. 
It was the scene in Force Awakens where Hux is given the big speech on Starkiller Base and he's over the top, he's just well, spitting. And kind of, yeah, evoking Hitler, essentially. Oh, essentially, yeah. I just I didn't, didn't like it. And then obviously that, he, he's then now, he then just becomes the butt of everyone's jokes in this film, essentially. Yeah. But he's still got that whiny, trying to overpower Kylo Ren. It, it just didn't work. That that whole it felt the, the, that side of things the way like when the sort of Snoke um, he's he's appeared to him as a hologram but he's then f- bashing him about yeah um, it felt kind of prequel humor aye um, kind of the way it was done as well it looked a bit fake it just kind of it just made it, 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 it I mean it just uh, you think Hux is going to be this, you know, it's going to be, there's going to be like a good duel of, you know, who's going to be the leader between him and Kylo Ren. Right. They just make him out to be a joke yeah. in this one. Let's say, uh, so we've, that's our general feelings on it, so I suppose that's relatively negative. Yeah. Um, let's try and cover, essentially, basic plot, where we are in this film, as well as what we like about it. So, this film obviously follows The Force Awakens, Um I think it's directly, it basically, yeah. it's basically directly after it, isn't it? Because so Kylo Ren, obviously, if uh, spoiler here, he murders his father Han Solo. Yeah. And has now embraced essentially the, the dark, dark side. side and is working with Snoke. Um, Leia, uh, General Leia, is you know, she's the front face of the resistance, and they are. More or less, as you said, they are sort of a, a, you know, an assault on the first order. Yeah, the first yeah. order. Um, this film, you've still got you know your Finn and uh, Poe. Their roles kind of you know in, in the Force Awakens, Finn had a lot more to do. He felt like he had more agency in the plot. Yeah. And Poe was the one that for the middle stretch of the film is not even in it at all you'd forget about him. yeah basically just comes back um, whereas in this film he's got more purpose in the film uh, he's kind of interacting with general leo there's a lot yeah. more going on he kind of has a mutiny on the yeah. on, on the ship whereas finn i didn't like the sort of subplot that he was involved in with 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 rose oh and the last jedi no i thought it almost made it almost kind of didn't really do the, the again. One of the biggest criticisms I'll say about the Last Jedi is it completely abandons where J.J. Abrams' vision was going, mm. and I liked where he where his vision was going. It set up a lot of you know mystery about the characters. We obviously know who Finn is. We know he's a um, you know a stormtrooper gone rogue, and he's trying to just get away. He doesn't he really want it? Does he know if he wants to be in the Resistance or the whatever? Yeah. He just wants he just wants out. Yeah. Um, However, in this one, as you, I, I agree, he just doesn't really feel as if he fit. He's got a purpose. However, it felt a, like they were trying to fit something to do. Ah, just just to make it. But and, and the problem with it is, is that they just give him so much screen time, and there's a there's a whole middle session in the film. Um, mm, but the casino planet again felt very prequely. Didn't mm-hmm. really didn't look great. Um, there was a CG sort of chase sequence and stuff. It was, it was definitely bit, pre- 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 yeah. and, I, and again, not to not to dwell too much on the negatives, but this is where they meet Benicio del Toro's mm. um, character, and I, I love Benicio del Toro. I think he's a brilliant actor. Uh, I just thought he was so underused. 
Yeah, his character, uh, he's kind of like a, a mercenary or a sort of smuggler type. Yeah. Um, he makes a deal with them, but he comes across a bit, well, essentially, whoever's money pays up. Ah, he's not really on his side. side. Yeah, he's Which, not on his side. We've seen that, so that's a sort of Boba Fett style yeah. um, thing. He just, I don't know what they were thinking with him, that he kind of, he just doesn't really, I didn't think he fitted very well. I mean, he has and, he has the purpose of basically, um, you know, double-crossing mm, Finn and Rose, mm. and then they end up getting captured again. But it was almost as if he just takes his money and runs, and that was really it. I just thought it was really underused, and... That whole section in the film for me just didn't work. It, yeah, just, it just didn't work. Um, it was almost like similar to the Wrath Tar scene in The Force Awakens. Uh, didn't like that scene over CGI on you know big monsters. Yeah. And again, as you say, it's it's very prequely. What did we like about it? Let's let's try and be more <laughs> I positive. Know, I, um, I love the. I mean, you can't take anything away from the visuals. Visually, it looked amazing. There was the you know. Even the even the first battle um, when it, at the start, uh, which obviously sees the um, the resistance think they're getting one over the the first order by destroying one of the, the star dro- yeah. star destroyers, but then they end up being chased uh, across the galaxy by the first order. Um, that scene was it's great action. You know mm. you can't you can't take it away. It's great CGI. It's great act, uh, action. Um, I love the scene. When so there is that mutiny, but then uh, Poe Dameron basically gets Al- Admiral Holdo. Yeah, the sort of sacrifice. Yeah, so um, Poe Dameron basically gets overturned. He's trying to turn the mutiny, but then Leia comes back and says, "No, hold on a minute. This is what we need to do." Everyone gets off the main ship. I thought the scene where she um, sacrifices herself and drives it and and basically warp speeds oh, yeah. her ship right into Snoke's ship. Mm-hmm. I thought that just looked amazing. Um, it's big, you know, crescendo music, and then when she hits warp speed, it just goes completely silent it at was, a big flash of light. Yeah, that was an unusual thing to see in a Star Wars film. Sort of this, um, the way that the music cuts out, the sound's cut out, That's and it's absolutely silent. The cinema I watched it, and it was absolutely silent. You could just hear, like, hushed, yeah. kind of shuffling and talking, and for about three seconds... And it felt that felt fresh, and I like that sort of visual touch, a little bit more artistic. Um, as well as that, the scene with when Ray is kind of dabbling, uh, when Luke's sort of training her up, mm-hmm. and they've got that really trippy sequence. Oh, she falls, she goes down the the hole mm-hmm. essentially, and then she's looking into the mirror. That felt like a parallel to the scene when Luke fights the, the sort of Darth Vader in the cave. Yeah. Yeah, and the Empire Strikes Back. So there is callbacks, or not callbacks, but like subtle, su- subtle differences. comparisons yeah, you yeah, can yeah. make. Uh, um, and that that was kind of what I felt, and I quite liked that. I felt, like, <laughs> and that's why that didn't feel like it didn't fit. It did fit for me because we have seen some weird aye, stuff yeah, in the yeah. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, it was good because everyone, as you said, everyone probably thought this is going to be Empire Strikes Back. Um, Ray's going to basically be running about. Uh, Luke's going to be running about this island with Ray mm. uh, on his back, i.e., you know, Yoda <laughs> yeah. uh, and Luke and yeah. Empire Strikes Back. And there's going to be a lot of backflips. You know, when obviously we see the we see Luke's X-wing in mm. the water. Mm-hmm. At one point, I thought, 
well, she's obviously going to lift that out of the water, isn't she? But then obviously it doesn't. So it's things like that where it's like, right, okay. We've really mentioned Luke. Um... Well, Luke was... Um, again, I don't want to sound as if it's... I don't know, want to sound too negative on this, this, the, the, the Last Jedi, but unfortunately for me... Um, like, if you, say, if, you, if you think of Luke Skywalker, right, you think... I always think... And it's one of the reasons why I'd probably say The Return of the Jedi is my favourite of all the Star Wars, probably over Empire Strikes Back, purely because Luke Skywalker and the first 40 minutes of that film is God. Mm. He is so cool. He's The way he talks, you know, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, he's very whiny. Even in Empire Strikes Back, he's, mm. he's like a yeah, teenager. His, his arc is, is, is incredible uh, throughout those films. It's, it's, you know, the development of that character. So in The Return of the Jedi, he is, yeah. he is the man. You know, and that was for me my first entry into those films. I watched that film first, yeah. and I was just blown away by. I was like, he's the coolest guy in yeah, the world. The, yeah. the old black, the, he was you know, confident, strong. He was he swiping people, pulls yeah, down Jabba's yeah. um, uh, the ship thing, the yeah. skiff or whatever it's called. I just thought he was the coolest guy ever, and and then so. This so the, is technically the next time we've seen him. Well, so I so and again, there's so much on that final scene. There's so much people, obviously, a lot of um, funny jokes uh, on the, the final scene when Ray's handing him his lightsaber. Uh, you know, there's one particularly with the mem, or, or did you bring the other hand? Uh-huh. You know that kind of thing. But I, you know, it was good to leave the film on that cliffhanger. You know, what, what's going to happen? Yeah. And then, well, he was the whole point of that. The, the Force Awakens, the search for Luke Skywalker, was the the, the guffin of the film. Yeah. It was the thing that the what Ray was searched for the entire film. It's um, what the, it's what the first order says. It's what Kylo yeah. Ren searching for. So as that well. he's kind of this. That's what they're searching for. And obviously, the final reveal is him in the end. Unfortunately, the then play it up. For a comedic joke in this, yeah, and it basically film. takes takes the lightsaber, looks mm. at it, and there's obviously the the, the serious intense music, and mm-hmm. then he just throws it behind yeah. him, which I thought some people might find that funny. I didn't. I just was like, I thought uh, it was. I thought it was. I thought it, at the time I was like, right. Um, looking back on it, I just think it. I just it just didn't work again. It was another yeah. thing that was obviously. I, I suppose. People finishing. I thought it'd be a funny blooper. It wouldn't be funny as an actual scene. Yeah, scene yeah. To be to be fair, it probably looks. If it was recorded like that, it probably would be a. It looks like a blooper. Mm-hmm. Like him just going. Yeah. Um, right. A lot of people think I'm going to come out with a big speech right. here. I'm just going to but no, I'll just throw it. And then they actually kept it in the film, and it just takes it. It takes it away from all that. I remember it's... when the last uh, the Force Awakens sorry finished. I was like. Oh my god! I can't yeah. wait for the next one. I can't wait to see what happens. And then it was that, and then I just thought, and well, that was them setting the within that gesture, they'd set up what Luke Skywalker was going to be like in this film. Yeah, and that's just their decision that they've taken with that character. Maybe it's that that I disagree with. Um, I, I get that when you're older, you get grumpy and you become disenfranchised well, with how things are. Well, the thing but, the thing about Luke is, is he's obviously. He, Something's thing. Something happened. You don't actually find out until the end, but it's basically like a. It almost plays out as if it's a, a who done it. Um, there's a story. You know, Kylo Ren's basically saying one thing. Luke's saying something else. Mm. This is how Kylo Ren. Uh, what I'm talking about is how Kylo Ren turned on Luke Skywalker. So yeah, it turns Luke, out. Yeah. Yeah. Luke gives his events to Ray, but then it turns out that there's actually the the truth. Um, which to be honest. Uh, 
it, it sort of I, I don't know how I felt about it because again at that point you kind of think God Luke Skywalker he's so balanced in terms of if you talk about the force he, he's so balanced and then he was actually essentially going to basically just murder Kylo Ren in his sleep because he's seen the dark side grow so much in him and without even attempting it almost seemed as if without even attempting to acknowledge it and help him he just thought the best thing would be to kill him slash him down slash him down in his sleep so that's how kylo ren is obviously where he is you know yeah um so that 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 was obviously right okay that adds a bit of that's a bit of darkness to luke skywalker but it also also makes him a wee bit cowardly almost the fact he was going to strike him down without without confronting him um the one thing that that, uh, the scene that I loved when I was watching the, the Last Jedi live, there's obviously there's a big spoiler, um, but when Luke Skywalker confronts Kylo Ren um, on the the Red Planet, mm-hmm. um, what's it called again? Um, it wasn't Acto, was it? Acto was the one he was on. No, he was on Acto. I can't remember, but it's the the one where they, they basically it's it's. Yeah, it's kind of, of like red a salt it's, almost. Yeah, um, salt planet. Uh, but when he when he obviously comes in through a back door, he talks to Leia um, briefly. His his appearance has changed, but when he walks out to all the um, basically the first orders get attacks. They've got mm. a, a big um, almost like weaponized star killer base. Yep. You know, trying to trying to get the the resistance's door or shield um, broken when he starts walking out to confront all those you know to confront the first order i thought this is what i've been waiting for yeah i thought this is look this is the luke skywalker that i remember he's not a coward he's confronting everyone and he looked it just looked so cool and i remember getting i remember getting like goosebumps when yeah, he starts walk, walk, was, walks out and then yeah. obviously they they shoot at him He's still there, and you can at that point you kind of think, God, what, how did they survive that? But then you're you're not really. I wasn't really caring. I was just thinking, we've got Luke back. Mm. Luke Skywalker's back, and he's cool as ever. Um, then obviously there's a confrontation between him and uh, Kylo Ren. Not really much of a lightsaber fight. I thought there was maybe going to be a bit more. Um, I don't think you can even call it a fight. No, no. I think there was. As I was saying, I thought there was going to be. Oh, a, yeah, I think yeah. there was. There was. There was a, a like a brief duel. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke then says he's not going to be the last Jedi, and then you obviously find out that he's force hologramming himself from across the galaxy. Um, yeah, it seems to be a new skill that they've learned. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, like Luke Skywalker's master, you know. They alluded to the fact that he's obviously been there a long time. He's mastered the force. Yeah, but then he um, cut himself off. I don't but, get but that. He cut, but he cuts him. But so then he, he can just switch it on, switch it off again. And again, I suppose that this is why, obviously, big spoiler here, but obviously Luke ascends to the force, which I thought ultimately meaning death. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a lot of people have said to me that, well, if he's cut him up, cut him, if, he, if he mastered the force in every aspect and cuts himself off, then uses it again. Maybe he's putting his body through so much, you know, like okay, yeah, ph- like physical that, and mental that, strain. Yeah, that one supreme act was it's enough to take him. I think that that's the that's uh, the impression. That's an interesting a viewpoint, I suppose. I never really gave it much. That's that the much impression. I, I still don't agree with it. I still, I still. I think I was just disappointed in that 
I wanted, I mean, this is the problem. I'm one of those Star Wars fans, I suppose, that is difficult to please. We want something new, but we also want what we want is the same as what we've had before. Well, so know, I'm I, probably, uh, you know, we're never going to be really completely pleased, but no. I was disappointed because Luke is one of the main hooks of the Star Wars films that, as we talked about Return of the Jedi, I loved. It was my entry point, And to then see him play something so different from what I know... It was hard to to love. Yeah, it and again, really, I've really tried, yeah. but I can't. Again, like go back to the obviously it portrays him as a coward. When yeah, he, he decides to, to stay behind. He doesn't it, go. Uh, He's essentially a distraction technique for them. But I don't get it because they don't realise the distraction until halfway into what he's doing. Uh, they're basically standing, and they kind of just decide maybe we should go. Uh, maybe we should leave. I, I know what he's doing. He's, he's I think it's Paul Dameron that yeah, actually Paul goes Dameron. on. So I think for me, what this film did was basically ruin my you know love for the character of luke skywalker unfortunately and that's sadly completely negative and i know but mark mark hamill had issues with it yeah he uh, yeah. voiced it he came round eventually obviously by the time we've done the film i yeah. think but he was not keen on the, i mean don't get me wrong of I, this negative yeah. portrayal of luke. don't get me wrong i'm all for luke skywalker dying i really am but i wanted him to i wanted him to praise of glory a, aye, yeah. i wanted to see in the next film I wanted it. To I think be it was too obvious to have him die like Obi Wan, you know, final battle with the yeah. film's villain. But to have him not even even just, just even just even just have Kylo Ren strike him down there, but but have him strike him down rather than the cowardly act of I'm just going to beam my body across the the galaxy. Yeah, well, this is um we've touched on this. He's learned this new power. The force powers seem to be a thing that this film actually seems to have. Progressed. Yeah, they're just them. Um, uh, we seen there's a scene that I think everyone kind of has very, is very divisive on the Leia scene. Now a wee bit of a preface to this. It was tragic that Carrie Fisher died yeah, she away. after this film. You know, was finished. She passed away, um, and at, at 60 years old, and that's no age nowadays. No, no, it was a shit. Around, it was it was it New Year's. Was it Christmas? It was um, just, uh, it was a lot last, you know. I can't, I can't remember the, yeah. the, the time. But, but uh, it was horrible, and for anyone who's loved those films, that and I've, and since she's died, I've, you know, read some stuff about her and, mm-hmm. and realised how much of an impact she had on script doctoring and yeah. writing films and things like that in her books. And she's such a funny, she was such a funny woman. So there's a sad element to this that she will not now have yeah. an on-screen death mm-hmm. because she her character survived the last jedi yeah and unless they do some really see like uh, really would, controversial to, yeah, cg work they would, they would they, have to do miracles and cgi yeah. because i mean to be honest when i when i thought that so there's a scene where so the reason i come on to this was because she has she seemed to get blown to pieces yeah, basically and then uses she has discovers that she has force powers and flies through space she essentially turns into superman which is apart from uh apart from completely decharacterizing luke skywalker it was probably the second biggest thing that i had a problem with in the film to be honest it was the first point when i watched it when i thought hmm yeah that's not just, not sure about this i'm all for new forces New force power, sorry. I'm all for that. I'm, I, I, I like the idea. In fact, one of the things that I quite liked, I like the 
the new force power that Kylo and Ray can actually basically Skype each other through mm-hmm. the force. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't mind that. I that, thought there was. I that thought, felt like and believability is a weird word to use yeah, when we're talking right, Star Wars, but like right. we've seen that kind of power being done in the original trilogy. Yeah. Vader and Luke were able to communicate. Luke and Leia were able to yeah. communicate. It wasn't outside the realm that they could progress that a bit because yeah. at this point they've got almost. 3D and, I think it, and I think at that it was when we talked. I spoke earlier about the, the 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 comedy tone in a Star Wars film. I think the scene where which has been completely ridiculed um, because he basically looks like a like a sixties wrestler uh, when he's got his top off, <laughs> yeah. he's got his trousers pulled up past his belly button. Yeah. Um, but that was like you know it's the first you know you don't really see nudity in a Star Wars film and I think maybe it's just like it's just a guy with his top off but. She's she blushes and she's kind of like, oh, hold on a minute. I've had, I think the, the rancor keeper was he not? <laughs> you not have a nipple out? <laughs> <laughs> I do like a good nipple slip. Bag. Uh, Is that... <laughs> <laughs> the guy who cries in the rancor. Uh, uh, I love that comparing Kylo Ren to the. <laughs> uh, Sorry, <laughs> derail you there. Uh, but um, no, I, I like I like that scene. That, like I like the, the the scene where they can basically see each other, but they can't see anyone else. Um, and there's a, I thought it was really good when Luke realizes who she's talking to and basically goes into mega dark side mode and, and takes the roof off of the wee hut they're staying in. You know, it looks yeah. it, it looks it looks pretty fierce. So I like I like that idea. Um, I liked it. The the, the the chemistry was good with them. There was a chemistry can build, yeah, build between those yeah. two characters. Don't know where it's going, and they've this film is so open ended now with yeah. the third one, which is a good thing. But um, oh, sorry, going back to so we'll we'll, we'll go on to uh, Ray and uh, Kylo's um, story arc, and obviously leading up to Snoke. But um, so back to Leia. She basically turns into Superman, um, doesn't die, floats to the the uh, Resistance um, uh, ship, and then obviously he comes back and you know, well, you, she does take the reins um, of the Resistance again, but she 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 at the end of the film she almost kind of says to Poe Dameron like, well, well. What do you yeah, think? It's a passing know, the torch. Passing, passing the moment. torch. So if it ends like that, I suppose for the for the woman for Carrie Fisher, it was it's probably. I think it would have probably been a bit too close to the bone if she actually died on I know screen. That you know, Ryan uh, Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy had meetings about it. Um, before, obviously after Carrie Fisher died, and they discussed it briefly. How should they treat the death? Should they yeah. re-edit all the scenes? It would obviously be mega work, mm-hmm. but. There was that was discussed, and they decided to leave it. The film was finished. Decided to leave yeah. it, so they made that conscious decision. I get it. Um, I just it's it's a shame that it means now. I mean, how do you treat this now going in? Is she just going to be an absent character? They did defer to her. Well, General oh, Leia's given this order. We're going to. Go I ahead. mean, I suppose they could put it in the um, the scroll. Uh, oh yeah, the, the first start. line could yeah. be after the death of yeah. Princess. Like, I do think this, the next one, should take place a good bit later. I think that one of the problems we, one of the problems I say, is it's it's too it's too sudden mm-hmm. after. Um, if it, see if Ryan Johnson wanted to change it, he shouldn't have. He, he should have had it years after, and it, and the basically the 
the the Ray training look or or what the or the lack of Ray or the lack of look training Ray sorry, um, that just there was no need for that to be seen because all we basically seen was Luke pole vaulting between two rocks and milking uh, a really ugly yeah. like sea creature. Um, nothing really cut and the pogs as well. Unfortunately, you know, I didn't mind them. They they are divisive for certain people. Uh, they did bring that. They did bring that. They maybe slightly overused. They could have had a couple of bits where they weren't used. I think what I thought the pogs were is I didn't think they were as bad as prequel, but they were kind of borderline. Essentially, probably trying to be the new Ewok, but not as prominent as Aye. a as a as a you know as a purpose as Ewoks. But I think it was a bit. It was maybe a bit much. The close up of its eyes it was very Shrek. Yeah, it's uh, like um, the the cat. The cat. Uh, uh, Puss in Boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the sort of big teary eyes. Uh, and briefly about Chewbacca, I thought he was quite uh, underused. underused and then it's not that this series, Han is dead and Chewie is just a side character. Chewie's always been a bit of a side just character. He's a pilot. He's yeah. just a pilot. In this there isn't one. much to do for with Chewie, I think, to have piloted in some sort of like subplot for him would yeah. be ridiculous. I think he essentially is just... It's like C-3PO. They give him a few lines and yeah. that's about it. In fact, I uh, really liked the scene with C-3PO and Luke as Luke's just about to go in and uh, confront the First Order. Do you mean R2-D2? Sorry, R2-D2. Sorry. Yeah. I, I often get big gold uh, man-shaped robots mixed up with... That was probably my favourite sequence. The R2-D2 moment. Um Leading into it was heavily playing on nostalgia, but it made light of that because it joked about it. Luke comments that was a cheap yeah. shot, which is a great line because we're all thinking that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And just having the music play, the week kind of cue, and it shows you, and this is something he's. We've seen the, the you know the, the films so much that we can remember that hologram, but Luke has seen it that one time, yeah. and is now seeing it again, yeah. and it was quite a powerful moment. Uh, I really liked it. It was a, it was definitely a, a cut back to the to the well, I suppose you would say prequels. Um, well, it was just the original trilogy. The, the original yeah, original trilogy. Very first film. Yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't uh, get the prequels mixed up with the original <laughs> three. Good uh, God, man! Uh, but no, I liked it. I liked it. And again, obviously, when Luke does say that was a cheap shot, I'd probably say that that was that was the right comedic tone for uh, that, for the Star Wars. Yeah. You know, it was uh, that that fitted because. It was a cheap shot, yeah. and it was justified. I would yeah. say it was. I felt like that. That was a kind of, that was a good moment. So uh, Ray and so Ray and Kylo's story arc then. So we he, we we learn a lot about them without learning a lot about them. If that makes sense, because there's a, there's a couple of scenes where we actually hear that Ray. A lot of people. There's a lot of theories online about this. This line obviously came out. People weren't too happy about it because there was a lot of mystery about who Ray was, who her parents was, was she Luke's daughter, is she you know, Leia's daughter and you know, there's all this yeah. basically Kylo Ren basically turns around and says you, you were from, your family were uh, yeah that was like one smugglers. of the, the rug pull moments, yeah. there was many the, there's the Snoke death, we'll get onto that there's the Ray's origin story and the the, the, the thrown away of the lightsaber, yeah. kind of the three major rug pull moments yeah. where it's just Here's what you expect. Oh, oh no, wait, no, it's completely different. But um, I, I didn't have an issue actually. Initially, I did have an issue initially with the Ray's origin story thing, where it's just revealed that she's got you know 
nobody of significance. I've listened to Brian Johnson talking about it, and he says he tried to come up with all sorts of like different um, sort of options yeah. to who the parents could be to make it work, right. and he says he couldn't. They tried for ages. If I'm honest, I- and it's the problem then is not this film. It's JJ setting it up in the first one. Yeah. Is what makes it. Because why build up to something to then just have it be nothing? I mean, you don't know if JJ Abrams did have, you know, ambitions for that plotline to be more. You don't know if he Which was then comes the, to me, the issue then is this, this system they've got of, of a new different director, director coming in and having yeah. their own vision, scrub out the, the stuff that he didn't let. No, right. Snoke? Nah, crap. Yeah, I know. You know. I mean, if I'm honest, like. Uh, I was probably glad that she wasn't Luke's daughter because uh, I think yeah, that part, would be too obvious. Part, aye, part, part of you kind of think, and obviously Le- um, she's Leia's daughter, so Kylo and Rhea are brother and sister, and you know, there's. Uh, I just thought that there's too much family connection in I Star know. Wars, you know. So I, for a massive universe. I of... thought, aye, at the time I was a wee bit almost like, as you say, it was that rug pull, it was kind of like, oh, I feel a wee bit deflated because it's not, it doesn't mean anything, but at the same time I was like, well, at least she's not had Solo's love child. Uh, there, uh, you know, it could have been. They could have tried to make it someone less important, like Nia Nub, the <laughs> Lando's co-pilot uh, in Return of the Jedi or something like that. <laughs> like, um, but it, nothing would make sense. So fair enough. But I think it's the problem is they built it up. Yeah, and and the Force, Force, Force Awakens, they built it up with her origins, and, and then it, it's used. So uh, I suppose uh, I'm, I'm critical in The Last Jedi for, you know, completely, you know, not taking what J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. created and then going with it and, and developing the, the well, plot Well, he's, p- he's picked that. and choose, yeah. essentially, what yeah. things he liked. He's obviously kept the Kylo Ren character. He could have, you know... All that kind of stuff, the things that you liked and thought there was, but then decided, yeah. you know, here's, oh, not under that. Out well, you the, the thing that the thing that I liked and is the fact that because Kylo Ren's very, he's very rash in uh, the Force Awakens. He doesn't necessarily know how to control his power, or you know, he's he, he lashes out at random workstations and 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 yeah. what have you. And he's I like that. He's very yeah. unstable, and it, it continues that in this film. He's, he is. Yeah, very he unst- hasn't changed too much. No, he's he's still obviously conflicted. I think he's still conflicted at killing Han Solo. Yeah. Um, because there's a moment in it where he he's about to pull the trigger because he knows Leia's on the ship, but he actually doesn't. And I think it's someone else that fires the laser. That's right, yeah. So I like that. So you yeah, can kind of like you that, can yeah. kind of tell that. Oh, hold on a minute. Mm-hmm. There's something. There's something. There's there. some humanity there. Yeah. Um, which then obviously leads to so 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 Kylo and Ray are communicating through Foreskype, and uh, I'm going to actually call it that now because I quite like that. Mm-hmm. I think I should trademark that. Yeah. Um. So and then obviously that leads up to, which I didn't necessarily like the fact that Ray got no training whatsoever on the force from Luke, right? But then she decides to go and confront Snoke, who is the supreme leader. Right? <laughs> so so called supreme, so-called yeah, supreme yeah. leader, I so that aspect was like I don't really know how I feel about that because Luke Skywalker basically had extensive training from Yoda. And the thing is even if you look at that though, he was there for like a few hours. No, but but there's there's years pass between the Empire Strikes Back and Return ah, of the Jedi. Right, so Obviously, yeah. we don't know. So, I would assume 
that he's taking more time <laughs> rather than just you know jumping about <laughs> a swamp with yeah. a yoda on your back you know it's i think he's taking obviously mm-hmm. more time to master his feelings and what have you call me well you know, that cheesy or criticism whatever, but... i suppose is, is prevalent in the force awakens when she fought pretty well with a lightsaber absolutely with and I, and I, zero yeah. experience again it was one of the things it didn't really offend me too much but it was one of the things that just goes well hold on a minute Luke Skywalker had to go through three films before he became, you know, a, a Jedi master. Yeah. And even then, people doubted him. Aye, um, this this girl's just somebody's basically just said, uh, you know, control your control your feelings. I think it was Maz Kanata or something like that. It gives her a, a pep talk on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then her characters, yeah, she was barely. She was she was used once. Um, that's when she tells him to go to Canto Bight. Yeah. Um, to to find the smuggler with the red. Is it the red rose she, she says and that's pretty much it she's chasing she's fighting and in a fight with something very very underused again um didn't particularly like the whole sequence in, in the maskinata sequence in the force awakens but it didn't offend me too much yeah. um so uh, so ray is essentially with no help whatsoever from luke goes and confronts snoke so snoke uh, has in front of him, and obviously kylo ren comes in he instructs Kylo Ren to strike Ray down. Yeah. Um, but then, so Snoke in the, in the lead up to this, he's very, he's very. Um, well, he's Emperor wannabe essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's, um, uh, the thing that I, when I first saw Snoke, see when I seen him in Force Awakens, I thought, you know what, there's a mystery. He's very Emperorish. He's very dark cloak. When I saw him in The Last Jedi. He's in a bright red room and he's wearing a gold house coat. <laughs> I thought, why am, am, I, am, I, am I watching Goldmember? Yeah. Am I watching Austin Powell's Goldmember? Yeah. I didn't really. I got like... the feeling Ryan Johnson's not a fan of that character no, and no. decided to take action. Yeah. You know, it was also so, when I was hit by all these rug pull moments, I was gutted for all of them because I felt like oh, this is filmed essentially shitting all over the the Force Awakens, Aye, which you liked. Ah, uh-huh, which I liked, Aye. but. Each one of them I can kind of understand. And I think, so what happens is Kylo Ren is essentially under the control of Snoke, he thinks. Well, Snoke, Snoke's basically, he's rude to him. He's very put down. Yeah. You know, he's saying you're, you and think you're Vader, you're nowhere near him. But, um, and Kylo Ren is able to hide his real thoughts, and which is betraying Snoke yeah. and murders him, him with a lightsaber most lackadaisical lightsaber kill I've ever seen <laughs> um, it essentially just sort of slowly gets yeah, he, he, he levitates just, through yeah, yeah. Um, and then a fight ensues with the rest of the, the guards which is a pretty cool scene actually um, at, the time, at the time I thought it was like eight red power rangers ah, yeah, um, but i suppose i suppose when i think back it was it was actually a, a brilliant it's a brilliant fighting scene because ray and ray and kylo essentially go you know back to back and and fight all the power rangers mm-hmm. uh red power rangers i should say uh, um so i i suppose on, on hindsight I, I quite like that, so the, that the, 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 the what i was getting to earlier with the rug pull moments obviously the build-up of snoke and the force awakens the mystery and then having him murdered halfway in this film was obviously a bit of a okay, very Game of Thrones like. Um, a character you expect something from suddenly just is dead on the toilet. 
give a false <laughs> reference. <laughs> um, so I remember being a bit miffed with that. On reflection, I don't mind it because I actually don't think I like the character of Snoke. Well, if it, if if it turned out, I if it had turned out to be basically, if it's in service of making Kylo Ren the better, more sinister villain in the end, aye. then I think it might be a good decision. What I, what I think it does is. Uh, again, I was a wee bit deflated when it happened because I thought there is mystery around Snoke. He is the supreme leader. We don't know anything about him. We don't know and I think scars so, yeah. or whatever. Then he just dies. So uh, I think you have to. It's like a recalibration. You have to now watch these films knowing that he's going to be killed off. Like he's a like a sort of. He's not meant to be. Yeah, I mean, what it, what it basically means is that it's because it, so that what ensues is there's this dialogue between Ray and Kylo who are finally face to face, um, while this room burns down behind them, but they're face to face and they can actually talk. But Kylo Ren's he basically just admits to Ray, he doesn't he doesn't really he doesn't really want to be on the the good the resistance. Or the first order, he wants to be his own. I didn't like how quickly he, he, he just I don't know. He comes, he, maybe it's his unstable personality, and that they're trying to highlight that. Yeah. But he kind of just loses his temper really quickly with her. Like he's, I told you before, and uh, yeah. it, I was just like, I don't know. He's, it's he's because, kind of that, he's, well, it's because it's, I suppose it's because is he 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 thinks that he knows what Ray's going to say. Yeah, he thinks he's won her over, and they're going to. Be, rule the galaxy yeah, together uh, very similar to how Vader pitched it to yeah. Luke um, obviously she says no and he loses his temper I wasn't sure what I thought of that character trait in terms of it reminded me a little about uh, you know Anakin and mm. Revenge of the Sith kind of yeah, Aiden Christensen stuff like, a, uh, like I, I, get, I got it in the first film but I thought I'd, I'm hoping that he'll be a bit more I don't know sinister um, by the third one I'm hoping some time has passed. And yeah, we, we see a definitely. different Kylo. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to see more angsty teen murderer, casual murderer guy. I, th- I think that's. I think that was maybe <laughs> the problem with you know the the gap between Force Awakens and the Last Jedi is Ray. Ray Ray is almost grown up too much. I think not necessarily the actress. Daisy Ridley does look different in The Last Jedi to, you know, she does look older. There's no there's no getting away from that. But I think Ray's character, she seems a lot more focused and honed in on what she's got to do. But Kylo Ren is still this unstable, you know, as you say, he almost acts like a teenager. But Ray actually now acts like a woman. But they're both essentially, you know, similar age. Not similar, no, I think Ray's younger than Kylo Ren, actually. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, in the first one, Ray was just this kind of, like... They never hint at age. They never seem to have... I don't think they have birthdays. <laughs> and, and Star Wars, yeah. I thought that. Um, so, that, that aspect... Well, I suppose the good thing with Snoke dying is, is that I had images of... You know, if you look at the Return of the Jedi, I had images of Ray and Kylo Ren basically fighting in a really dark room with the Emperor just overlooking them or like Snoke mm. overlooking them and that would have just been too it would have just followed the, the yeah, formula of yeah. the previous film so that's obviously why it was done I, so I agree with Ryan Johnson's thought process in terms of let's try something different however there was probably too much that offended me in The Last Jedi which I thought it was just too much rug pulling it was too much mm. you know like I think 
the my issue my issues mainly were with the look stuff. That was the main thing. If if Luke and 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 the Leia scene, um, you know, she seems to survive flying through space. Never mind having force powers that she never seemed she to never show before. Um, she didn't seem to even suffer from any radiation poisoning. So that was in Star Maybe Wars, it, they don't seem to have that. No, so then, why do they wear? They don't. Why well, do they wear helmets then in, in space? I know. Stuff? I mean, that, but like maybe. Maybe that I know we were obviously saying about you know if you you've got the the plot of Carrie of Car- of um, Leia that could be potentially it, based on the scroll it could be potentially um, although General Leia survived she suffered uh, from, know. you know that and it it would be just that it's going to be difficult for a new director to come in and well it's JJ it's been announced JJ oh, JJ yeah, which actually I'm quite happy with I maybe think. maybe he'll go back and say. Yeah. Uh, oh, Snoke's actually thing. alive, yeah. and then I'm going to just continue <laughs> my storyline. <laughs> it starts off with him uh, re- putting the body back well, together. Well, do you know what? Like, you've got force Skype, and you've got force, you know, holograms, so maybe somebody can force glue themselves back raise, together. Raise parents as Snoke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Aye. It, it could be... I could, that could be a good thing. I think having the creator or the director of the first film redo the third film yeah. could be a good I thing. Think the, I think the... the one of the things you've got to look at in terms of you've got the two Star Wars films, you've got The Force Awakens and now The Last Jedi. I was so looking forward to the next instalment of Star Wars after The Force Awakens because it had set up so many different... It left it on a... Literally on the edge of a cliff with Rey and Luke. They were literally on the edge of a cliff. So you're kind of going, God, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see who's Snoke. What is he? How? Who is Kylo Ren? You know, there was so many questions. I was excited for a for a for a you know a change after watching a big blockbuster film. It was that excitement of Star Wars again. Yeah. Um. After the Last Jedi, where does it go? Well, they have left themselves completely open. There's no you know, uh, thread that means they have to you know make do on the characters are all relatively still in place the newer characters have kind of had the torch passed to them now yeah. Leia will, is the only one that's remaining of the yeah, three the pre- main yeah. characters and, and obviously tragically Carrie Fisher isn't going to be and they have to yeah. do it so the the stage is set for whatever JJ and whoever else wants to is writing the screenplay want to do with it so that is intriguing um, to a, a certain extent do you understand what I was Meaning though, it's like it, when the Last Jedi finishes, you don't actually think. It, to me, to me, when the Last Jedi finished, when I seen Luke ascend to the Force, it felt like Episode Nine. It felt like we had, we had, that was it. Do, do you know what I mean? Uh, no. So when he, when he, because obviously Luke Skywalker is the whole, it's the whole reason why we're here. So yeah, when he, okay, when he, so, when he ascends uh, to the force, I kind of feel as if okay, that's the next set of films finished, but we've actually got another one to go. Mm-hmm. So that that was my that was how I th- thought. I was kind of like okay, I would have loved to have seen that at the end of the third. You know, the the the, the trilogy. I would have loved to have seen Luke go out in a blaze of glory. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, I think considering now he can fly through space. I know. Or and was he didn't he give Leia an item? He gave her something. He gave so her how the hell did he do that if he was a, just a projection? Well. And how did he even... 
picture and and sort of envision walking through all the different areas to find them and make conversation. It's the force. Yeah, it's the force. Um, the one thing that I really, really had problems with actually is when Luke Skywalker refers to a lightsaber as a I laser he, sword. I think he says, "Would you expect me to do travel across the galaxy with a laser sword?" And I thought, mm, "When would Luke have ever said no, that?" And those, didn't, didn't like it. Didn't yeah, like it. So that, that I forgot about that actually. Um, yeah, I mean, this is starting to sound a bit like a, a trash cast. Like, kinda, I still, I, I, I would still say that if it, I think it's just because I'm so. I'm so involved in the previous. I don't want to say so involved, but I, I love the I love the original trilogy. I love that storyline. Um, I really, really like the Force Awakens as a as a a, a new instalment, especially after the complete oh, embarrassment the of the prequels. Restored um, the faith that these films with Star Wars yeah, in the name can be good. Uh, and then obviously we've seen Rogue One, which is completely nothing to do with a new set of films. Um, that was obviously set between. Uh, well, yeah, it was a, so in the side story, but a prequel essentially yeah. directly right before um, the original Star yeah. Wars film. And I, I loved Rogue One, so I thought, okay, so we've had The Force Awakens, we've had Rogue One. <sighs> I, can't, I can't help but feel disappointed with the Last Jedi, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, purely, yeah. if I if I can get if I, I can I'll see past Leia, I'll see past a lot of the things. I can't see past. Luke Skywalker being perceived as a coward and then just ascending to the force. Yeah. That's that's for me that's the kind of biggie. Um so I would probably still give it a three star. That was where yeah, that's kinda of where I'm landing on it. The things that I like about it because it's not it's not a bad film. Oh, it no, is no, a wait, fine no, no, film no. If, and my girlfriend, she liked it. Oh, she, um, uh, my wife was the same. She's she's not she's not caught up with all the Star Wars uh, lore. It's, and it's, it's the problem is we have so much expectation yeah. on these films, and therefore can only be disappointed yeah. in some ways. But there was too many things that uh, somebody with this much baggage with the Star Wars films just there was just too much that yeah. didn't hit for me. In fact, there was one scene that I thought. Do you know what? I've seen so much rug pulling. There was actually a scene where I actually wanted a rug pull, and it's when Finn is flying to, and he's going to. Uh, he's, yeah, I was about to talk about that. Yeah, I actually wanted them to fly yeah. straight into it. That I, could have been a great moment because that would have been pretty groundbreaking in a Star Wars film. One of the cast, main cast members, because that would be the equivalent of Han dying in Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Yeah, and I thought. That, that I thought yes when this was happening I yeah. thought yes this is what I want a major and missed then, opportunity and then Rose um, came out of nowhere flew into him somehow they both survived this collision crash and she announces that she loves him I think yeah. I remember that happening was that was that was typical Star Wars like her her like saving him almost that, that you would say that that's like you worry you're gonna you're gonna expect he's not gonna die is he no there's no chance he's gonna die he's gonna get saved at some point but i wanted them to fly straight into that mm. and die and i know yeah. that i don't know if that's a, a thing I, that I, 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 I was i was the same i was i was a kind of a groan i could feel i was making mm-hmm. as a herder coming out i was oh no yeah. <clears throat> yeah it would have somehow been more impactful his character because it wasn't uh it didn't have much of a great impact on the film yeah. for me his subplot wasn't as interesting that would have been what would have made his character yeah. have purpose i think would have been better what did you make of the just briefly what did you make because there's a scene where luke says um you know using the force isn't about lifting some rocks and then actually at the end 
Ray has to lift the rocks to let the resistance <laughs> I don't know if that was a bit uh, of kind of humour in the director, but I think, uh, I think that must have been intentional, surely. Oh, I think um, it was. Sorry. I don't know. Yeah, what I thought about it, I never even realised. Ray, to be honest, I think in the last act of the film is probably underused. We don't really. She, s- she does kind of disappear, yeah. and that's when Luke's character comes more in the forefront as well. Aye. They try and make Poe have a bit more agency. Essentially, he's just saying, "Guys, let's go this way." Aye. But um, you know, there is that line when. Like we talked about, when Leia essentially says, "Take the reins." Yeah. Uh, with, with Ray, yeah, it, she does take a bit of a back seat, but because I think she had such a, a great chemistry and connection with the Kylo Ren stuff that it didn't bother me too much. Mm. I think she was used fine. She that she wasn't really one of the issues I had with the film. Um, there was bigger issues. I'm not even sure if I even like Poe that much. Uh, um, we haven't really spoken a lot about him. I think it's. I think in, in in the Force Awakens, I think he was used perfect. Uh, well, he, he wasn't overused, and he was just a. He was because he's the base. Well, I think he was underused, but at the same time, if it wasn't his story, then they were fine to do yeah, that. They were was, they were planning on killing him out. They decided at the last minute to. Oh, and have him survive. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, on oh, the Force Awakens. Uh, I think because he's the he's the first he's the first character you really see in The Force Awakens. That's right, yeah. Um, and that's why you think you're set, he's setting him up for like the, the look role, uh, really. Well, uh, no, the hand role, you mean? Well, yeah, but... Well, I suppose you don't the, fight, the young uh, fighter. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't think... I think the parallels are not quite right. They're all very different. Yeah, I mean, you start comparing this. And that's a, that's a good thing. They shouldn't be... No, 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 You shouldn't have the look uh, role, maybe. I just, I just think, Poda, I think he's a, I think he's a really good... Obviously... The way it's set up in the last Jedi that he is essentially now going to lead um, the resistance, but <laughs> he never really did good with the lesson that he had to do when because Laura Dern's character, uh, uh, when I should have not mentioned her, yeah, like <laughs> I actually thought she was very unlikable and didn't really seem like a Star Wars character. I know I'm starting to sound like a proper fanboy mm. saying about sounding like a Star Wars character, but she purple hair, she was very unlikable and very deliberately unlikable. Um, however, they, I looked at. I thought they were setting her up for being a traitor. Yeah, yeah. So when well, I was, when I was, she was well, that's what I So when I was first watching it, I thought I, I really don't like her. I really don't like her as this character, not like her as a person. Mm. Um, but actually, it turned out that she was doing the right thing and she sacrifices. So that idea, I was kind of like, right, okay. But, I think having her. Her character hadn't earned that sacrifice. Yeah. That's why it didn't have an impact. The visual, we talked yeah. about the visual part of it, that was cool. The actual weight of the, the emotional impact of that scene didn't resonate. I mean, because so I didn't imagine, really care. I, know, I mean, obviously, I don't really want, you know, imagine, but imagine that was Leia. Oh, that exactly, that that's what I was about to say. So if you've taken a character like Leia doing that, that would have been an amazing yeah, send off. We'd be sitting here think, talking about See, it's, it's small things like that that. If Ryan Johnson had tried to... That would, one, it would have been such... Uh, how would they have done that? They wouldn't... They, I don't know how they'd have done it. Well, they wouldn't have... They wouldn't have had her flying through space. Yeah, they would have, it would have been major work to do, but it's unfortunate that the the tragedy of, of Carrie Fisher's death is kind of... No, I mean, just, I mean just initially write it, is that? Yeah, yeah, like, I, without, yeah I mean, nah, I mean like, yeah, like, have, true, have yeah. Leah be that sacrifice, and mm-hmm. we'd be sitting here talking... For me, I think... If, that, that would have been a major, major yeah, thing. That, that would have been a gut wrencher. That yeah. would have been because then you wouldn't have needed 
Finn to do what he did because if you had two major sacrifices in the one Aye, film, it would but you can imagine, much, you imagine it was. So it wouldn't have been as bothersome no. if then Rose had appeared out of nowhere. Because imagine that scene when the, the music cuts, it's you know bright, you know for a good 10-15 seconds of the film, it's just complete silence, knowing that that's now yeah, Leia has yeah. just sacrificed yeah. herself for the for the resistance. Yeah. It would have been massive. I mean, it would have it would have almost been as you know the look I'm your father. Twist, you know, you potentially be sitting here talking about that was yeah, massive, massive scene in Star yeah. Wars. So I think definitely a few uh, opportunities missed in the in the, the Last mm. Jedi. Yeah, um, I think we've, we've probably covered most of it. Um, I don't think there's maybe too much to to discuss. No, I don't think so. I think no. I'm, uh, I'm all out with slating it. No, I, that's the thing. <laughs> Oh, don't I? I mean, obviously, talking of this film, it, is, it does become a bit of a negative uh, tangent, really. Purely because of the, purely for the, it, we have to take stock of the fact that we are heavily invested in the Star Wars films, yeah. the good ones anyway, and we do want the best for it, and it just didn't hit the mark for me. I just think it, I, I think it's a good film, it's not a great Star Wars. Yeah, film. I, I <laughs> wanted to, I wanted to love it, but I yeah. like, I like it. If that makes sense, you know, it's like I, I, I like it. Qualified in some ways. Yeah, um, it's one of those films that I wonder if time will change it. I need to watch it again. I want to watch it again. You've um, seen it twice. Once, once actually. You've seen, seen, seen it once. Eh? So I've seen it twice, and usually these films I've been going three times to the cinema to see it. Yeah. This one only went twice, which is a wee bit telling. Um, but yeah, I wonder. I mean, that's the thing, though. I feel like this film has changed my perception of The Force Awakens. Oh, without doubt. Um, like, does that, has it lessened it a wee bit? Because the things that, like, the sort of inconsistent vision has kind of now been a detriment to The Force Awakens. Because you know, because you know Snoke yeah. is going to go fairly quickly. Um, you know when there, there's that mystery about Rey, there's no real mystery. But then... I don't think those things maybe will deter too much. The film was still enjoyable enough, but knowing that there's a film that's not quite as hitting somehow, yeah. but then the whole race, them whole, together. Aye, I mean, the whole thing about the, the race parents thing. There's again there's theories online that Kylo Ren was only saying that, and the, but them that could be picked up again. It wasn't, you know, it's not completely quashed. Be, just to bring it back around again. Yeah, just because Kylo I was lying. Just because Kylo Ren said, "No, your your parents were worthless smugglers mm. or whatever," and that, you know, it could actually turn out that maybe he's he's her parent. Maybe he is her dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why she was really awkward when she saw him topless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that'll do that'll for, do for uh, the last the Jedi. Last Jedi. Um, yeah. So go and see it. Capiche? Capiche? <laughs> no, I think I definitely think for for diehard Star Wars fans, you'll have problems with a lot of scenes uh, and a lot of story arcs. There uh, will some, yeah, some don't, but yeah, a majority yeah. of fans, or the internet backlash was quite strong. Yeah. Critics seem to love it, so they are more objective. They try and look at what was done new, and they can appreciate something yeah. new, and maybe not hold their their fan. Uh, kind of wait to yeah. get into it, but you know we are a lot more subjective. And just I think it's just obviously we can. I I think obviously critics have to. Yeah, like a critics review you, can yeah. sometimes they, when they actually talk in person they'll say yeah that bugged me there, but as a film it was still good. 
Yep. Uh, okay. So we'll just finish up then. Um, we're doing the film of the year podcast next week, as I said, and we've got our categories all written out pretty much. We're hoping to give more people involved. We're hoping to get that done yep. on Sunday and uh, pretty much spend another four hours seven days talking about films <laughs> maybe it'll be really quick maybe it'll go by really quickly and we'll I just... think it'll go by really quick I don't think we'll realise just how long because this was essentially I was one film one film now one hour and forty yeah uh, we'll try and edit that down to an hour and thirty seven minutes yeah. to yeah. give you three minutes of uh, yeah we'll take out the, time yeah, we'll take out all the, uh, the racism and sexism <laughs> well, uh, but we'll keep in the uh, rancor guys <laughs> nipple slip <laughs> You know what, I'll actually take out the comment about it, but I'll keep this bit in. Aye, 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 aye. Okay, so we'll finish up there then. Any final thoughts, Scott? Uh, not uh, apart from, uh, although it sounded like we didn't like it, but Star Wars is actually... It's, uh, a, it's an okay film. It's a good it's film. It's a so, decent film. Uh, it's, worth it. it's worth a watch for your own opinion. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, and, either yeah. if you can still go and see it in the cinema, if it's still there. I or, think it's got like one show or something. Uh, I'll get it on... Uh, get it online or buy the dvd but definitely we're not advocating getting it online <laughs> no <laughs> well stream of course oh, of course yeah. lawful stream yeah uh, which can be done so yeah okay uh, no, that's all for me all right that's uh, all for me we'll see you next week capiche yes yeah, sure <laughs>